If you're listening to this podcast, you are truly a different kind of woman. You are a different kind of boss babe. You are someone that isn't satisfied by the idea of hustling Facebook groups to promote your services. You want to be an internationally known brand, someone who is seen as a thought leader, an influencer, where people come to you for advice, motivation, inspiration, and transformation. But in order to make this dream happen, you know you have to take specific actions and complete specific goals in order to make that dream actually be realized. Goals like showing up every day, posting consistent content, promoting the content, scaling your income, and any other important tasks that you have outlined to turn this thing you want to do into a really successful, thriving business. But the problem is you keep setting goals, swearing up and down that you're going to accomplish them, that you're going to do the work that is going to allow you to become a six-figure brand. But every time you set goals, you lose motivation and kind of forget about them altogether. You know, guys, there is a real reason why this is happening. It's not because you're a failure or because you're a flake. There's a real reason behind this. We all know that in order to become a six-figure brand, there is a level of consistency and commitment that you actually have to meet. So today, we're gonna be talking about the number one thing that six-figure brands are doing to become a six-figure brand. If you're surprised by today's episode, don't be. It's time for a bonus episode of Unleash Your Inner Celebrity. This is the after party of the party. So although new episodes of the show air on Wednesdays, secret bonus episodes can and will air during different times of the week. So even though we're moving along on Wednesdays, bonus episodes will be filled with super actionable exercises, personal brand and business strategy, and most likely some controversial thought pieces. So you're gonna wanna make sure you're checking in throughout the week so you don't miss out. this idea of what a six-figure brand is. To me, a six-figure brand is someone that generates at least six figures per year through the relationship with their audience. This could be an influencer that sells products. This could be an entrepreneur with enough influence and impact that they're able to create offers or programs, put them directly in front of their audience and make six figures. So the number one thing that successful six-figure brands are doing to become six-figure brands is that they are creating identity-based habits. Most likely every week or month, whenever you create your goals for your business, you're creating goals based on other people's expectations. So for example, I used to talk a lot about living the laptop lifestyle. And I used to talk to my community about just how amazing it would be to lay on the beach with your laptop, working, sipping drinks. And this is actually something I strive to do. It was on my vision board. And then like six months later, I realized that this wasn't even a dream that I even aspired to have. I just said it because everyone else was saying it. It was when I went to San Diego, I had planned out this photo shoot at the beach and 
we started driving down the street and I just started thinking to myself, man, it's gonna be such a pain to get all this camera gear, to take out this laptop and drag it out to the beach. Nothing about that excited me. If I wanna go to the beach, it's to soak in the sun, zip my ties and know that I'm able to step away from work because my business isn't 100% reliant on me doing the one-on-one work. And for anyone that's been to San Diego, especially the Coronado area, if you've been to any sort of San Diego beach, Coronado, whatever, you know that you're going to spend at least an hours searching for parking. Not only that, but when you do find parking, it's probably gonna be a long walk away from the beach. So the last thing I wanted to do was tuck anything beyond a towel and a small bag out of that car. Just the thought of having to figure out how I was gonna transport my laptop, this camera gear, keep the sand from getting in my keyboard. And then if I actually wanted to run and play in the water, like what was I gonna do with all this stuff? I would essentially have to pick up my laptop, pick up all the camera gear, and take it all the way back to the car. So as you can imagine, I wasn't really excited about all of this stuff, right? All I kept thinking is that there was no way that I could possibly leave this out on the sand and not take it back to the car because someone's gonna steal all this stuff. So I was like, why in the heck do I even wanna do this? Why do I wanna do this again? And it was at that moment that I realized that this dream I pretended that I wanted wasn't even my own. Yet I kept setting goals to have this, knowing deep down inside, I wanted to have a business that made money even when I didn't show up. I didn't want this to have to be a problem at all. And so, it was like, no wonder why I wasn't hitting my goals. I was out of alignment. And any goals I set associating with this were pretty much futile because I wasn't even gonna take the action I needed to achieve this because I wanted something that was totally different. So like I mentioned before, every week, whenever you create goals for your business, just like I once did, you're probably creating goals based on other people's expectations. You're also creating goals based on what you think other people's expectations of you are instead of creating goals based on your own beliefs. And by doing this, you're actually sabotaging yourself. And it's because you're creating goals for a version of you that is not even the real you. So you take action for a while and then you eventually stop doing it. And as I mentioned before, we all know that it takes a certain level of consistency and commitment to build a six-figure brand. The way to actually crush it and build the powerful brand and biz that you desire is to create goals around identity-based habits. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about number one, the culture you're currently subscribed to that is keeping you stuck that six-figure brands aren't subscribed to. Number two, the number one identity-based habit that six-figure brands have that have helped them become a six-figure brand. And number three, how to use identity-based habits to get anything you want in life. So let's go ahead and get into number one, the culture you're currently subscribed to that is keeping you stuck that six-figure brands aren't subscribed to. In this entrepreneur space, especially in the coaching industry, there is this culture that has been created and it honestly terrifies me because I really know how many women are going to lose because of it or are currently losing because of it. I talked about this on Ashley Perkins, a real her podcast, and I'm gonna talk about it again because this is something that you really need to hear. In order for this industry to thrive, for it, for it to be as profitable and as fast growing as it is, there needs to be a certain level of failure happening. There needs to be people who aren't winning, who are struggling, because the more people that are scatterbrained, that are hopping from program to program, that are hopping from coach to coach, that are giving up way too easily, the more money people are able to make, the more money this industry is able to make. So if there are more people who are quitting, who are 
are starting and stopping, who are not committing to anything, that means more money for coaches. I mean, that's just truthfully what it is. I'm just being totally honest with you guys. This industry really thrives off of you feeling less than. It thrives off of guilt tripping you into things. It thrives off of a high rate of failure. And it really thrives off of you being scatterbrained. And the truth is there could be no industry if everybody won. And the reason why people don't win is because of two reasons. Number one, they're creating goals off of everyone else's expectations instead of their own, which is causing them to basically give up because it's not even something they want. And number two, there is this incredible underlying pressure that if I'm not successful after this amount of time or haven't had a $10,000 a month after being in biz for three months, that I'm failing. And here is why it is just so dangerous. This example was actually example given by a guy named Stephen James, seven-figure entrepreneur that I really, really, really respect. And it really just changed how I looked at everything. It was just such an eye-opening moment for me when he did this presentation. So I'm gonna be sharing it with you. Okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to think of your journey to creating your dream life as you building a bridge, okay? You're on one side, your dream is on the other side. So just imagine yourself standing on a cliff. There's this massive ravine and on the other side is another cliff and that represents your dream. So every time you launch a new product, a new program, a new brand, a new company, you are building a brand new bridge. So for example, if we just focus on a product, right? You launch a new product. When you are building this, when you are growing it, when you are scaling it, you are adding more and more onto your bridge. And the more you focus on it, the more you work on it, you are getting closer and closer and closer to the other side, which is your dream. The problem is, is that when you start getting imposter syndrome, when you start creating goals based on other people's expectations of yourself, when you stop focusing on what you really, really want to do, you start to lose motivation, you start to slack off, and then eventually you give up. And then what you do is you hop to something new. What happens is, is that when you hop to something new, you are abandoning that bridge, okay? So what happens is, is that you launch a new product and you create a new bridge. And then when you get distracted or when you get discouraged, you then stop that and then you create a new bridge and then you create a new bridge. And what happens is, is that over time, even though you've been taking massive action, Action. Even though you've been putting a lot of work in, the only thing you have to show for these years or months that you've been working are a whole bunch of unfinished bridges. And what six-figure brands and businesses do is that they actually stick with it. They actually complete their bridge. That's why they've gone to the other side is because they stuck with that one thing, they mastered it, they committed to it, and they got to the other side. Okay, so just for a quick recap, if you subscribe to this culture of instant oatmeal success, you're never going to stay at some something long enough to even discover if you can really make it successful. You're never going to build your bridge to the other side. And when you think about it, it kind of makes you feel bad because you're just like, man, look at how I've been treating myself. I've been really have been saying my ideas and things I want to do haven't even been worthy enough for me to even complete them. So now let's go ahead and dive into the second segment, the number one identity-based habit that six-figure brands have that have helped them become a six-figure brand. So the number one identity-based habit that six-figure brands and beyond have is that they think long-term. Broke or struggling entrepreneurs always focus on doing the things that will make them money now. Successful six-figure brands, on the other hand, six-figure and beyond, focus on what's going to bring them enormous amounts of wealth long-term. 
even when we look at the difference between six-figure entrepreneurs and seven-figure entrepreneurs, six-figure entrepreneurs think about what will make me the most money in a two to three-year time span, while millionaires think about what will make me the most money 10 to 20 years at a time. So even in just this scenario, thinking long-term generally yields better results. So why am I sharing this? The reason why I'm sharing this is because it goes back to what we discussed in our first segment, that this industry thrives off of you being scatterbrained and it thrives off of a high level of failure. And that the truth is, is that six-figure brands and beyond are really focused on long-term commitment, not instant oatmeal success. So y'all know whenever I discuss a concept, I love backing it up with case studies and good old science. So in 1997, Professor Gary McPherson decided to investigate a mystery that had been plaguing parents and music teachers for centuries. Why do certain children progress quickly at music lessons while others don't? And before the children received their instrument, they were asked to identify how long they planned to play their instrument for. The options were through this year, through primary school, through high school, or all my life. Their answers were then condensed into three categories. So short-term commitment for people that said through this year, um, through high school, medium-term commitment, and for the rest of my life, considered long-term commitment. So McPherson then measured how much each child practiced per week. So low was like 20 minutes per week, medium. 45 minutes per week and high 90 minutes per week. The long-term commitment group outperformed the short-term commitment group by 400%. With a mere 20 minutes of weekly practice, those who committed to long-term progressed faster than the short-term commitment group who practiced for an hour and a half. Let me say this again, guys. Those who committed long-term only practice for 20 minutes of week, still outperformed those who committed short term who practiced for an hour and a half. Okay, and the results they achieved was pretty much determined by this powerful idea that the children had before they even started their first lesson. And that powerful idea was how they perceived themselves. The long-term committed children simply believed that they were a musician. They simply believed, I am a musician. And this was all reported by a guy named Samuel Thomas. Davies, who reported on this, and he came to the conclusion that if you don't even believe you're the kind of person who can achieve the goals you have, then no amount of reading them out loud daily or any other recommended practice is going to inspire you to take action. If you want to learn how to commit to your dreams in the long term, you have to develop an identity that drives the behaviors you need to achieve them. This is what the long-term commitment children did. They believed they would play their musical instrument for the rest of their lives, regardless of whether that was true or not. So what I want you to do is just think about where you've seen this in your own life. Where have you and someone else maybe have both gone after the same dream and maybe you were looking for more instant results and you know your friend or someone you knew was more so about the long-term game and they ended up getting what they wanted while you eventually got frustrated to quit or, or couldn't really seem to find your flow, okay? I can tell you right now where I've easily seen this in my life. For example, YouTube. I had a friend that was much more into the long-term commitment of YouTube Although she knew that eventually she could make a ton of, ton of money out of it, she was someone that was just just wanted to focus on creating amazing content. I, on the other hand, you know, I'd gotten into YouTube because I found it was a great place for me to create content. But what I got so caught up in was this desire of being able to leave my job to become a full time YouTuber, and I wanted it to happen fast because I didn't want to be at my job anymore. And so. 
I was just like all over the place trying to create all sorts of different content. And then eventually, you know, I burned out and I gave up. And when we look at where we are today versus now, I have a brand new YouTube channel, which now, yes, I am committed to. I just focus on creating content that I think would be amazing. But when you look at where she got versus where I got, my old channel, I only got to about 3,000 subscribers. She, you know, was more committed than I was and ended up getting well over a million subscribers. So, I've seen this just in that area of my life. I'm sure a lot of you guys have easily seen this with like doing things like losing weight and keeping it off as an example. When you focus on really fast, quick diets that are gonna help you lose 15, 20 pounds super fast or promise you, or they say they will do that, what happens is you may lose that weight, but then you gain it all right back, right? Versus if you just committed to being a healthier person and changing your lifestyle, you would actually, you know, have the body that you want for the rest of your life versus being that person that it just, you know, want something quick and fast, wants to lose that weight quick and fast, knowing good and well that you're going to do this fad for five minutes and two weeks down the line, you're going to be right back to where you were before. So really, when you think about it, the only difference between you and a six-figure brand is that the person that's reached that six-figure status who has that, you know, incredible community that can, you know, put out products and easily get the sale is that they were more committed to a long-term game, not that I have to make $10,000 by this month, have a ton of clients, brand collabs, et cetera, by this time or else. So because we covered a lot, let's just go ahead and do a quick recap. So in this industry, there is this culture that really makes you feel like if you're not seeing success fast enough, that you are failing. And while yes, there are people that do see success really, really, really fast, but the truth is for most of us, success just does not come easy. But just because it doesn't come easy doesn't mean that you don't deserve to have it or that you can't have it or that's just not possible for you. You could be doing everything that you're supposed to do in this moment right now that's going to give you the success you desire. But the problem is that in three weeks from now, six weeks from now, six months from now, you may actually give up. If you wanna become a six-figure brand, if you wanna really have a business that just gives you the freedom to do whatever the heck it is that you wanna do, you have to actually commit. And to be able to commit and have the consistency that you need to take repeated action that's gonna allow you to meet your goals, you have to create identity-based habits. And so now let's go into segment number three, how to use identity-based habits to get anything you want in life, okay? So how can you incorporate what we're talking about today in your own life? I hope you guys have realized by now that for every podcast I record, you're pretty much gonna be needing a journal because I'm always gonna have some sort of exercise. First, I want you to think about What is it that you really freaking want? I don't care if it sounds ridiculous. I don't care if no one online is talking about it. What is it that you really wanna do? What do you really want your career to look like, right? What do you wish you could have now that you keep saying, "Mm, I'll have it in a year or two when I'm successful? So in order to create an identity-based habit, you have to first establish what identity you want to have and then establish a belief to it. So first, let's start with establishing the identity that you want to have. For example, if you want to be a world-renowned author, I want you to start saying, I am an author. If that's to be a digital nomad, say, I am a digital nomad. If that's to be a six-figure brand, say, I am a six-figure brand. Then what I want you to do is write down or just make a list of different points that actually validate this belief. These points can be actions you have yet to take that you know you should be taking. So if we go back to the identity portion for a second, a good way to figure this out is to first think about who that six-figure or seven-figure version of yourself is, or who that author is, or who 
you know, who that person is that you want to be, right? What habits does she possess? What did she do every day to build this incredible brand and biz? And then from this point on, you will start acknowledging yourself as an author, a digital nomad, or a six-figure brand. So whatever you want to be, you will start acknowledging yourself as that. So guys, it's not about acting as if. You're going to be making a list of different points that actually validate this belief, not just saying things and pretending that, no, you are these things. These points can be actions you have yet to take that you know you should be taking. So now let's just bring this all together, who you are plus the belief. So let's just go through this, okay? I'm an author because every day I commit to writing 1,000 words of my book. So if you want to be like a location independent entrepreneur, you want to be a digital nomad, then you would say, I am a digital nomad because I make money while spending three weeks in Chiang Mai, Thailand, right? The next one, I am a six-figure brand because I show up every day, even though when I don't feel like it. If you desire to lose weight, then it's, I am a healthy person because I eat nutritious, colorful food. For the example we gave about being a digital nomad, right? For a lot of you guys, you guys strive to do this, right? I know that that was something that I strive to do. I wanted to travel more, but I kept telling myself I can only do this once I've hit a certain amount of income. I can only do this when I'm making 20, 30K, whatever per month. But the truth is, if I wanna be a digital nomad, I didn't even have to make six figures to make that happen. I can make 40, $50,000 a year, $30,000 a year and be a digital nomad, travel the world while building this business. There's so many entrepreneurs building their brand in places like Thailand, you know, in Indonesia, different places like that, because it's essentially so freaking cheap. You can pretty much live $700, $800 a month and, you know, build a thriving business while living in a different country right? But you're holding on to this goal of, I have to make six figures when really what you want to do is have a successful business that allows you to travel. So if that's the case, get the clients you need and go travel. And I promise you that your happiness, this this fire that's going to grow inside of you, it's actually going to help you grow faster and progress faster because you're so aligned with what you were meant to do. Stop trying to pursue this goal because everyone else is saying, oh, six-figure success, six-figure success. If your success can start way before then, right? Do what works for you. So although this episode is called Six Figure Brand Secrets Revealed, really, this is just a secret to being happy and to feeling successful and abundant, regardless of what you want or wherever you're at in your life. It's not about acting as if, because acting as if does not work if you don't really believe it. It's really just more so about being, just being the powerful, wealthy woman that takes full responsibility over her life, the powerful, wealthy woman you've always desired to be, and understanding what that really looks like for you. So let's just go ahead and do a quick recap. Number one, quit subscribing to a culture that tells you your ideas and dreams aren't worth sticking with. It's time for you to complete that bridge and get to the other side where your ultimate dream is. Number two, if you want to become a six-figure brand or get anything you want in life, you got to be committed long-term. People who commit long-term progress way faster than those who commit short-term. Number three, create identity-based habits, not habits based on what you believe that other people's expectations of you are. That's going to allow you to commit to your dream and execute over and over again. Whatever it is you want to be, start off with an identity statement plus a belief that validates that statement. So first state who you are and then state the belief. So that's pretty much it, guys. That is a secret to becoming a six-figure brand or six-figure business. You just got to commit. 
And you really got to commit to your intuition and what you actually want, not what you feel like you should have, because those are the expectations you believe that people have of you. And that's pretty much it, you guys, for today's episode. But before you sign off, I want to keep the conversation going. Let me know your thoughts. Do you agree with everything I talked about today? Or do you see things maybe a little bit differently, maybe totally differently? Whatever the case may be, tweet me at Natasha Soleil or Instagram me at Natasha Soleil. And that's N-A-T-A-S-H-A-S-O-L-A-E. And before we say our final goodbyes, I just want to thank my wonderful engineer and music producer, Archie Beats, for making today's episode possible. You can find him on IG, just search Archie Beats. I've also listed his information down in the show notes. All right, well, that's it, guys. Until next time, I will see you later, loves. Bye-bye.